Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. If storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now, it's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but... Ultimately, it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like... <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, We're back. Another episode, another week. Get ready to tell some good old wrestling. This is uh, Chambers here along with uh, Mr. John Crabb, and this is the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Jamal, how's it going today? Uh, I feel like hell, man. Uh, it's been a rough week. <laughs> Care to elaborate a little? Um, yeah. Um, SummerSlam was grossly disappointing. Um, they have banned beach balls in the arena, so I have no reason to go back. And... Um, I don't understand SmackDown, but we can we can talk about that later. <laughs> Another day. But hey, dude, this is a special episode. Um, just to let you guys know, if anybody looking from behind uh, behind me here, I just landed in uh, Las Vegas. I'm out here uh, for some festivities in the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. But beyond that, something is special happening in the DMV area this week, and um, we have a special guest, Sean Carlson, the co-promoter of Baltimore Championship Wrestling. And he's here. We're ready to promote the show. We'll go down the car. Let's talk about um, the history of Baltimore Championship Wrestling. And it's just good to have some good quality indie wrestling back in the area. Sean, how's it going today? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. I want to thank you all for having me on. I really appreciate it. You guys are uh, awesome. I love your show. And uh, I really want to appreciate you guys for having me on and uh, having Baltimore Championship Wrestling on. Absolutely. I, I, I'm just going to start, uh, for, for starters, um, for your first show, I'm, I'm located in um, Montgomery County, Maryland, and I think it's special when a promotion in Baltimore, which Baltimore, you know, 45 minutes up the road, not far, but when a promotion has their first show and able to reach people from all over the area to get them to come out, and I have to absolutely say for your first show, you know, there's some technical difficulties in the beginning, but the, the quality of wrestling was absolute there. Um, there's people from that first show that I still follow, and it's all what indie's, indie wrestling is all about. You know, new faces, new names, ready to make a career name for themselves, and you, you know, you walk out saying, hey, that guy was good, you know, taking interest into the career, and we're back at it. You get ready to have your second show, and we're here to promote it. Yeah, the first show, it was uh, March 25th. Uh, you can catch all that on bcwlive.com if you want. We have all the matches up on our uh, show. Uh, yeah, we brought in a lot of great talent, and that was the plan. We wanted to bring in guys who nobody's seen before. That's one thing we strive on. We want to get the promotion out. We want to get it into people's eyes. And uh, Baltimore was born – Baltimore Championship Wrestling was born off of being different, better than the other companies, and we wanted to prove that wrestling still matters. And that was one thing we had to prove to people up um the first show the technical difficulties was kind of on uh me and my partner we signed a deal with the sound guy who then canceled with an hour left to go in the show around the corner and we literally hooked some car speakers up and did the best possible job we could and we're proud of what we accomplished i gotta say on that note like promotion went i mean um not promotion but like the video and uh the, the the audio went from like zero to like 
zero to hero within the half of the break. Like everything, you know, was just based off of talent coming out, presenting itself, and then we got theme music, we got the lights, and then we got an announcer, everything in the second half. So I mean, to see progression and not just give up on the show with the quality of wrestling that was there for the night was definitely worth every bit of the dollar, the trip, and everything for the night. Well, thank you for that. We uh, we did have that. It was, uh, like I said, the guy canceled. At 6.30, he called us and said he could not make it. And as you know, that's when doors were opening. So Yeah, right. We were, uh, my partner had to run out. He literally had car speakers at his house and a computer. And we it just didn't happen until the second half. But once we finally got it hooked up, I think it went fairly well. And uh, comeback. we definitely made the comeback. Absolutely. I, I got to ask you uh, about that first show in March. Um, we had uh, the Pope, um, D'Angelo De Niro. He is the BCW champion. Um, and he was crowned BCW champion at the first show. Good way, fitting way to end it. Uh, he lost the title briefly to Jeff Jarrett and regained it. And he's going to be facing... TJ Sykes uh, versus uh, D'Angelo Gennaro for your BCW championship match. Uh, we all know who the Pope is. Anybody that's watched, you know, his career over the last 15 years uh, knows that his name has some weight. But but those that are, that are not particularly familiar with TJ Sykes, uh, can you speak about him a little bit and what when why he's the number one contender all of a sudden? We saw a, a lot of some memorable talent there. Um, well, why TJ Sykes? Well, TJ Sykes got the number one contendership simply because TJ came to us and said, look, guys, you've got all these great matches booked for everybody. You have nothing for me right now. Put myself in the position to win the title. Beat Burke. Now, I said, look, you didn't even beat Grimm at the first show. How do you expect to beat Pope? And I, I quote that I have earned so much respect for this man mine tj goes back years um you guys probably can agree with this a little bit myself i do too your whole life you kind of start cheering for the underdog and to him pope was always the underdog he was always the less seen talent in ecw he was always in a tna he's always been drawn tj's always been drawn to pope and now he's getting the opportunity to face a guy he's really respected. TJ is uh, a little known in the area. He wrestled for another company in Maryland called EWA. Last promo that TJ did, and he, he had some bitter moments leaving there. And now we are he is doing some big things coming with us. Kind of a right time, right place for TJ that he got this opportunity. I see. I see. Uh, does that, since he basically just asked for a title shot and he was granted it, does that draw some contentious, uh, some contentiousness in the locker room? I mean, uh, he did lose to Mr. Grimm, and Grimm isn't given a title shot. You know, he is. He, you know, there were a lot of other guys uh, from the, that stood out from the first show. Not that TJ didn't, but that, but they could definitely make a case that they're more deserving. Very, very good question, and you are right. They, there is people that can make a case for it. Grimm, example, can make a case for it. Grimm actually was granted for this show and he had me bring in Mike Orlando um, so Grimm was granted a chance of his choice he had the chance to come at the title to earn his way there TJ kind of like I said right place right time uh, the guy who was going to challenge him when we started getting this show ready 
backed out at the last second. We looked at our card. TJ wasn't on anything. And TJ said, I can prove to you that I am worth it. TJ's put in a lot of hours for BCW as a, as a whole. He's flyered. He has gone out. He's it's Friday night. He's coming to a Comic-Con to speak for us. Put in a lot of work for the company. So to say that, you know, I, I agree. There's guys like Tanner Reynolds who won a match that night. Kindred Kamari who won at March that just could say they deserve it. But when you put in work for a company and, you know, and then you just happen to get a title shot and the position that TJ did, and some might say it's politicking, but uh, TJ was the right place, right time to get this opportunity. Well, I mean, whatever you have to do uh, is whatever you have to do to get it done. Yeah. One uh, interesting. He's been very, that, he's been very advocate on on uh, on social media. The Prince of Pop Style has 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 definitely been very vocal about his appreciation for the Pope. I mean, Pope gave his appreciation to all the wrestlers in the locker room for the city of Baltimore, the fans that came out there. I mean, you know, we're living in the age of social media, and beyond, you know, just going help. Him, uh, TJ going up to the promotion saying that he want this. He's letting the fans know it as well. And I, I'm behind him. I think the guy has very good um, quality of work in the ring. Uh, he's been all over. He's been at the con. So he's making a name for himself in all in all ways. Not all of us can get behind somebody who, you know, may not have necessarily earned it, but is definitely saying that he deserves a chance and is putting out the work to do it. If he gets out there in the ring and he does and he proves it, then he proved us all right. But I can assure you that Grimm is, is waiting for his opportunity after he earns it, um, at the you know this at the next show when he wins, and he'll earn this way, and he'll face TJ again in another classic because I absolutely thought that was the match of the night in March. So I look forward to seeing those two end up bumping heads again. It totally was the match of the night. TJ and Grim put on an astonishing match, and I was so happy with both of those guys. That uh, was there technically a loser in that match because to me no. everybody. Won. <laughs> the fact that you just said that uh, Grim won, I, I had to think about it for a minute. I was like, yeah, he did win, right? <laughs> now, and, of course, if you didn't make the show in March, shame on you, but you can uh, redeem yourself by watching it at bcwlive.com. They have a, a great little promo package uh, that, that gets you kind of up to date. Uh, your March was more than a few months ago, and, and here we are happening this weekend. And it's, um, it's Baltimania. Going down at the uh, William Myers um, Hall at uh, 4800 West Bay Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. That's uh, like South Baltimore area. And they're near like Curtis Bay, if you're familiar. Uh, tickets start at five bucks. So for less than the price of a chicken box, and if you're in, you know, two chains not from Baltimore, he don't know what that is. But um, for less than the price of a chicken box, you can definitely be in the building. You can, you know, and see some good, you know, indie wrestling, support your local wrestling. It's uh, always. You know, and, and your local wrestling will support you. Um, one of the matches that I'm looking forward to that I saw on the um, the B-roll hype is this, like, seven-man tag team, seven-team uh, Baltimore Rumble. Uh-huh. How exactly yes, is that? that's the Baltimore Tag Baltimore Tag Rumble is, is basically um, every tag team so – two tag teams will start off. And then every minute, another tag team will enter, just like the Royal Rumble. Sure. However, the reason for this is because we not champion yet. We don't have tag team champions at all yet. The winner of this Rumble will go into the finals at the next show of the tournament automatically. No one at the next show until the finals, in which they will get to fight whoever wins the tournament 
for the titles. Oh, okay. Um, so with the Rumble itself, is it uh, an over-the-top rope elimination? Uh, oh. it, if one team, one member gets eliminated, are both out? Like, how does that break down? Okay, so it is over-the-top rope. It's just like the Royal Rumble. Um, over-the-top rope elimination, every minute another person, another team comes out. And But no, if, if uh, one member is eliminated first and the other member waits until the end before he's eliminated, uh, that's just the way it goes. You know, one person can carry the tag team. Okay, okay. Um, because I've seen it before where they had tag team eliminations where if one man goes down, both men go down. So that'll be interesting. Um, one of the standouts from the last show in March was the Juggernaut. And after seeing him, uh, I immediately took to the internet and said, yeah, this is a guy that I'm looking at and you should too. And luckily, closer to home in Nova, uh, for Northern Virginia Pro Wrestling, uh, we've had a chance to see him there. Uh, so he, it's him and BJ Walker, uh, the Gun Show, the Millennials, um, and, and a host of other teams. I don't mean to cut you off. There's a couple changes that I don't want to, uh, you know, make any problems with anybody. So I just want to let you guys know uh, that for the circumstances, the Millennials, the Exiled, and uh, some others cannot make the show, unfortunately. Uh, they had different that were supposed to go earlier in the day and now are backed off to later in the day. Mm-hmm. A lot of some Saturday shows push their cards up to try to run to stay away from the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight to where their travel won't make it here in time. So unfortunately, we lost a couple tag teams in that. Mm. But uh, we still have some great tag teams coming down, called like the Gunners. The Gunners are a tag team out of uh, PA that nobody's seen in Maryland yet, and they're going to come down. They're going to put on a heck of a show. South Philly's finest will be in now. Uh, they. they they can't, they're coming back. Uh, they were not coming back, and now with some cancellations, we got a deal done that uh, and some of our spots opened up, so South Philly's coming back now. So where we lost some guys that we really respect, we gained some guys we really respect as well. Yeah, South Philly Finest, they were at the uh, show in March, and they were definitely a memorable uh, bunch also. Um, speaking of the show in March as a whole, uh, I would say that it's a success, and I'm basing that on the fans' perspective. Um, you know, we came, we saw, we were entertained, and that's what you want at the end of the day. However, the show was wicked long. I mean, you know, difficult technical difficulties aside, uh, the show was hideously long. Uh, about how long are we looking at this uh, current show coming up, Baltimania, this weekend? Well, unfortunately, um, pulling the curtain back a little bit for you guys, Unfortunately, in the wrestling business, some guys go into business for themselves. You give them a time, back with the, oh, bro, sorry, I didn't know. And you have guys that are telling what's going on for time-wise. And sometimes people don't stay to their time. Hmm. Unfortunately, that's what happened in two matches for us. Um, we kind of worked through it. We tried to shorten some things up. Uh, technical difficulties pushed us back a half an hour right off the get-go. The Blood in the one match. Uh, in Maryland, it's illegal to have blood in a match. There was a little difficulty there. So, anything that could happen, happened to us. And that mm -hmm. we do typically try to stick to a two-and-a-half-hour time for a show. That is with a 25-minute, 20 to 25-minute intermission. So, we try to stick to two-and-a-half hours. So, if you're getting here at this show, it's uh, 7 o'clock start time, which we are pushing the start time up to because – 
We felt that that also had us running a little bit late, too. 7 o'clock start time. You should be out in plenty of time to get to a bar to watch Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, good. Good. Um, I think that's, like, the question of the day for a lot of people that are going to see Finn Balor versus Kevin Hart uh, go at it in Vegas. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's the only way I can remember because, you know, what is this match? Um, so, you know, so BCW, uh, second show, um, it's it's going to happen this weekend at the Williams Myers Pavilion. Uh, and if you've been to, like, a Ring of Honor show, it's the same building where uh, they do their ROH tapings. So if it's good enough for ROH, it's certainly good enough for BCW. Um, it's, you know, it's a good time. You know, there definitely were some uh, interesting, uh, you know, some technical issues and stuff like that before. But that was in the past, and it's going to be a better show today. Tickets started five dollars. I mean, you can't you can't argue with that value. Um, how much is the uh, the fight on pay per view this weekend? Like sixty bucks? A hundred? <laughs> oh. oh hell! Well, yeah, that's that's not going to happen. Um, could you, um, hey, Sean, could you elaborate a little bit more on another standout from the show, Kendrick Kamar, who will be facing Jayo Rose this weekend? Could you elaborate a little bit on that? Did we lose him? No, he's there. Maybe he doesn't want to elaborate on it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's like, you'll see it for yourself. But um, yeah, Kendrick uh, Kamari, the uh, the Vampire King, is um, the Vamp King. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The, Bless the blood. Okay, see, see, you just took you took it to another level there. But uh, an no, interesting that's the gimmick. That's, that's well, the gimmick. So, and this ain't Twilight. Like, he's like a legit vampire, you know. Um, definitely a memorable component of the first show. I've not seen Joel Rhodes. So, and that's the thing about this show. It's like, it's a mixed bag. I, a lot of these guys I've not seen before. Unfortunately, um, there really aren't a lot of uh, wrestling promotions in Metropolitan Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um so we don't really get to see a lot of talent. And the Eastern Shore does their complete entire own thing um, out there in Delaware and the Eastern Shore of Maryland. So a lot of these guys will be new to me and uh, you know, to the fans. And, uh, and I hope that you, know, the, you, you give it a chance, um, much like with myself and the Juggernaut, uh, much like with uh, Kendrick Kamari. And, um, you know, I mean, they, they're bringing you in. And you go, who's that guy? I need to know that guy's name. And next thing you know, you know, you're actually lobbying for it, guys, to see him on another hey thing. Hey, guys, so. sorry about that. <laughs> Not a problem, okay. buddy. I mean, step on to more internet now. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, be- before we lost connection with you, I wanted you to um, elaborate on a match with Kendrick Kamara, who I thought was another standout for the uh, first show. Uh, and he'll be facing Joe Jahil Rose. This week, could you elaborate a little bit on this? Not familiar with Rose, so uh, yeah, if you can give some insight on that. Um, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Real sorry. Um, I just had some technical difficulties there. I hope that doesn't run over to Saturday. Um, <laughs> so Yale Uh-oh. is the guy who is local to Baltimore who hasn't really wrestled in Baltimore yet. And uh, kind of like Jimmy Flame, I, I, you might have hit that part in the card. I don't know. Um, but kind of like Jimmy Flame, both of these guys are local to Baltimore, and they just kind of got back in the area. 
and we're going to push that, that, you know, hey, they're here and they are Baltimore bound, and, and we're really going to help these guys out, guys that are really determined to make a name for themselves. Yeah, Could you- and that, that's, what, that's what I was saying before we've, uh, when, when you were uh, disconnected, is um, a lot of these guys may be unfamiliar for people, for those inside of the Baltimore Beltway, and I think it's interesting uh, for both the fans and the wrestlers themselves, how will the audience react? How will the wrestlers react to that? So it should be a good time. If you're already in the head of the card, um, first match, Jimmy Flame is a guy who's from the West Coast. This guy's wrestled on the West Coast for the last couple of years. Uh, good naming on the West Coast. He just moved back to Maryland for some family things. Um, so he's got a lot of experience on the West Coast. Uh, Tony Mako is coming from the MCW school. So we got some MCW talent. Steven Diaz is a guy who's been in Maryland for a while. He's actually the longest – he was the longest reigning Maryland champion. He, he held the ACW light heavyweight title for four years. So there is a lot of guys still going on. Um, Yale Rose is a big champion down in Florida for New Heights Wrestling. So there are guys all around that we are bringing in. Yeah. Um, I mean – Go ahead. No, I'm saying it's uh, and it's great. I mean, it's always you know good to see new talent, and it's uh, you know diversity. You know, you want to you don't want to see the same thing over and over again. No, and and that's the thing. It's hard when uh, there's there's an oversaturated market, unfortunately, and there's a lot of terrible companies that have a couple good smidge of talent. Uh, T.J. Sykes is coming from one of them, where they've had they had four good guys basically on their cards, and unfortunately, none of them ever got the props they deserved. And now T.J. Sykes, Joey Badami. These kind of guys are getting the opportunities here that they deserved at other companies, and that's that's our kind of goal. No, that, that sounds awesome, and we hope it's uh, you know a big success. Uh, you know, transitioning from the last show to this show, um, the obvious things like technical difficulties and you know you know guys sticking to the times and stuff like that. You know, what are you going to do? But are there anything, uh, any aspects of the first show? That you're going to bring over to the second shows, things that you you know liked or didn't like, or you know want to improve on, or um, do we expect to see a more of a revamped uh, Baltimore Championship Wrestling, considering that you had a second show scheduled, but it uh, didn't happen. Yeah, and uh, the second show was scheduled. Uh, unfortunately, my partner's father passed away, and in the state of Maryland, uh, the prom- the promoter, the license, the licensees have to be there. And he wouldn't be able to be there. He was going away for the funeral. So, unfortunately, that happened. And, uh, you know, he his father's in a better place now. We'll go with that. And, unfortunately, sometimes family comes first, no matter what it is. We all know that. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. From the first show to the second show, some things we're definitely carrying over are things like um, sticking to your time, like you said, uh, setup. We, had a, we wanted to do a lot more setup uh, production-wise. We just didn't have the time to – so, you know, a lot of things we didn't know, we were new to the business too, that we didn't know that we needed. Um, a, sm- a couple of small things like eight by tens for the wrestlers to, that they don't have to sell that we print out for them. So that way we can give out some to the fans. Uh, stuff like that, just small things that we've taken in, into account. Um, you know, doors opening a little bit earlier, giving people time, a little bit more time to get in. Um, I think the doors opened last time we had a huge line and I felt terrible that some people were standing outside. So, I was in that line. <laughs> I'm very sorry for that. Uh, it's just a lot of things that we didn't expect to happen happened. Um, I think out of the ten things we didn't expect to happen, 
five of them maybe we were prepared for. So we were unprepared for a lot of stuff, and I don't think we're going to be as unprepared for worst-case scenarios this time. Not that I'm in the business, but I know that in any business, you know, there's always the things you can't prepare for, and you live and you learn. And we're back for the second show, um, and, the, and the fan base is only going to get bigger. We're, help, we're, you know, we're here to help by all means, and we're excited to see what's going, uh, what's going to happen going forward. But with that being said, going forward, what is some things that we can look forward to in Baltimore Championship Wrestling? When may be the next show and other ideas we can, uh, if any other insight you may be able to give us? Well, uh, one show coming up is October 28th is our next show, and it'll be in Millersville, Maryland, and it's going to be called Millersville Mayhem. Millersville's a little bit closer to you guys, a little bit outside of Baltimore. We're kind of coming to a more rural area. Nothing wrong with the inner city of Baltimore. That's what we're pushing for. But now after two shows in Baltimore, we kind of want to spread out a little bit more and start hitting some other areas as well. Um, bring in other talents as well. You're going to see some older WWE guys come in for some autograph signings and let more casual fans come to these events. Um, we're doing a school drive for kids um, where if you bring school supplies, you know, you get a, a certain prize. And if you bring a kid, you're that kid's going to leave with some school supplies. So we're going to continue to do stuff like that at every show. October, we're probably going to give out candy for Halloween for kids that dress up. Um, and adults can dress up. If they want a Reese's Cup, they can dress up and we'll give them one. Um <laughs> want to do not only for but for people this is a people business and we want to help people just as much as we help wrestling there's a local charity that's going to be at our show uh that's gonna it's called um packing uh i think it's what it's called and basically they feed the homeless every sun last sunday of the month so they'll be there um we just want to help a lot of charities out and stuff like that all right yeah. man that sounds good October hey, man, let us know however we can help on that note, too. Oh, you know, whatever you need us to do, man, we're, we're all for stuff like that. And, uh, a lot of our, you know, charities, we're going to have charity people there at every show now. Um, like I said, we're going to do a school drive this time where at least all the kids will leave with school supplies of some sort, whether it be pencils, colored markers, everything like that, just trying to help the locals. Um, and Millersville, we're going to do kind of the same thing. Millersville is going to be a good show, and I'm really looking forward to 1028, just as much as I'm looking forward to this Saturday. Awesome. I like the idea of not because it's convenient to come closer in this area, but, you know, you you, you are right. It is, it is a saturated, oversaturated market, but there's still a very lot of room within um, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, especially coming closer into um, Maryland. So you, you're right on target with that. Um, another question I have for you is, the prize jewel that we left talking about last show was the juggernaut person that we're going to be talking about after this show. Uh, absolutely. You're going to be talking about Yale Rose. Yale Rose is a diamond in the rough that I am excited to see. And he's wrestling the top, I would say the top bad guy in the company. Kendrick's a great guy, but uh, a great worker, I should say. He's not really a great guy. He's a great worker. But uh, I think Yale's going to give him a run for his money, and I think Yale's going to be a guy you guys look at and go, this guy's the real deal, and I'm glad to be here in BCW. Awesome. Juggernaut. That sounds good. I can't wait. Uh, speaking of Juggernaut, unfortunately, with the Exile uh, not being here, Juggernaut won't be in the six-man tag that we had planned for him. Um, but you will see him in the tag rumble. He is teamed up with, with BJ Walker. Uh, been treated unfairly without the Indies, so they're teaming up to hopefully try to win this tag team rumble. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's um, you know, that's definitely something that I want to see. And um, you know, he's a good dude. Uh, we've had a chance to uh, to talk with him, and hopefully, we'll you know have him on a show later. But uh, he's definitely a standout for me uh, from the last show. He is. He's he's one of the. He's like Grim. He's so big, but he's so agile. I can't believe it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, he's, he's built like a refrigerator, but you know, he moves like a cat. <laughs> He is. Um, so that match is what we call the – so the last show, he was in a match called the Flyweight match. And the Flyweight match was him, Ace Alice, Reverend Ace Alice, uh, and Ty Awesome. And that was the Flyweight match. And we will be having a Flyweight division. Now, the Flyweight's a lot different than Cruiserweight or anything else. There's no weight limit. It's just the Flyweight style. And uh, okay. basically, no. you're a flyer, you're a Flyweight. Right. No, that, that totally makes sense. That's arguably what 205 Live should be, but that's a different it's a different uh, show that we could – we're doing that next week. 205 Live should be the flyweight division. <laughs> um, but, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, so you definitely have a plan. Uh, you know, you definitely have a, you know, your, your ducks in a row set up for the next uh, couple months. Um, and I know that there's a lot of um, – a lot of diamonds in the rough, a lot of talent that may not have the exposure um, in, in, at least in Baltimore in particular. Um, are there other um, guys that you're looking at? Not necessarily. Like, who's on your radar that you haven't been able to bring in yet? Um, okay, guys on my radar. Uh, one guy that was on my radar that's coming in is Mike Orlando. Mike Orlando is from the Monster Factory. He's a great wrestler. He's probably going to be one you're going to be saying, oh, God, this is a great wrestler. He's a great indie talent. Radar. Uh, he is a tremendous performer and uh, lives himself every day. Uh, Jamie Senegal is one of them workers that, you know, you just look at, you instantly know what they are, and you instantly can buy into what they're doing. Another guy we've been trying to talk to and bring down is um, – Brutal Bob. We've been trying to get Brutal Bob Evans down forever. Him and Tough Tim, little Mike Medina. We've been trying to get all three of them guys down. Uh, there's a lot of talent throughout. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, Rhett Titus, Caprice Coleman, a lot of ROH guys that we've tried to talk to uh, that we've kind of made deals with, but then they just don't work out on dates due to ROH or due to another booking they've had. Yeah. I think that we've been working with some top-notch guys that we're going to be bringing in. We're going to be bringing in some top-notch guys before the year's out. That sounds um, awesome. I can't wait. And uh, since um, the uh, the second, the uh, first to second show, should I say, that didn't plan happening, you had some big names on that card as well. Moose, you had Fred, Yay High, um, and even we can we can bring up Jeff Jarrett, who um, temporarily held the, the championship. Will these big big uh, names also be making their appearance at any chance? You, are they on the radar? Uh, Moose, of course, is unfortunately Moose is uh, actually going to pull from the June third show. He had actually pulled from that show already. He was okay uh, unexpectedly for TNA. Uh, TNA did a thing in India, and he wasn't supposed to be on. Unexpectedly, they told him he had to come. He showed me the email, so I believe it. As far as Jeff Jarrett goes, Jeff Jarrett's definitely one we want to bring back in. He has a rematch clause. He lost the title, so he would be one we bring back in in the future. Sauce and Fred Yehi are two guys that I respect tremendously, and I can't wait to get them here. Uh, both of them guys, tremendous, you know, and they will be back. 
a hundred percent him and Fred will be back. Hot sauce and Fred will be back. Um, other guys that we talked to uh, that that we have a chance that maybe could come if money works out. It's Matt Riddle. We've been talking to him for a while, and uh, we're getting real close. He's actually supposed to be on this card. Unfortunately, with the WWE signing, he is he was not able to be on this show. So we've had guys that we've talked to that we've booked, and unfortunately, they're just so close but so far away. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, much like with uh, why TJ Sykes is in the predicament that he's in uh, as the he takes on D'Angelo De Niro, it's it's part luck, part skill. You know, right place, right time. You know, who knows where the chips fall? You know, it's uh, I guess that it applies to to the booking aspect of it as well. It does, and there's a lot of variables that happen. Unfortunately, last minute shows get canceled. Um, we were one of them that happened last a uh, couple months ago. That unfortunately, some unforeseen circumstances happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's that's what makes it, um, you know, both an interesting business in front of yeah. and behind the curtain. Uh, you you, know, you really don't know what you're going to get. But what we do know, what we do know, is that this coming Friday, uh, this coming Saturday, rather, um, August the 26th, it's uh, it's going to go down. And, uh, in South Baltimore on uh, 4800 West Bay Avenue, Myers uh, Pavilion. And that is uh, uh, 6 o'clock doors open, 7 o'clock show start. So it's a ticket start at 5 bucks. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Before we wrap up the show, one, one more last question. I, I was trying to remember what I was thinking about earlier. The presentation of the belt, first show, you had a championship belt. We talked about it during the show. I won't, every, every indie promotion does not have a belt. Why was it important to introduce a belt immediately and the design and everything? Could you elaborate on the belt at all? Okay, so the belt is uh, five plates, big center plate with BCW written on it. We did the uh, big gold, as you want to call it, example. Um, and we saw what you did there. I see. Yeah, yeah, you like that, right? Um, the side <laughs> plates have the Maryland flag and the Baltimore City flag on it because even though we are in Maryland, Baltimore City is where our hearts are. Um, so that's what the plates, the flags on the plates stand for in case everybody, anybody ever looked. The reason it was so important for us to have a championship on our card, on our first thing is, you know, don't get me wrong, we could have unveiled our mid-card title, which is the Charm City Championship. We could have had the flyweight division title. But in every division, in every sh- company, you have to have the main t- title. You have to have your heavyweight title. And we just thought that, what would it be without the heavyweight title? What would your main event be at that point? And we looked. Fred Yehi is a talented wrestler. Just got out of the CWC last year. He's on Evolve. We said he's coming in. And the Pope D'Angelo De Niro, former WWE superstar, was current TNA superstar. You know, he's here. Why don't we put it together and see who comes out with the title? And that's what we did. And, uh... Elijah Burke got the better of him. The Pope D'Angelo De Niro, whatever you would like to call him, got the better of uh, Fred Yehi that night. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Well, great, man. I can't. I hope to run into you. Or I know you're, you're going to be running around you know, like a chicken with your head cut off uh, come Saturday, but I'll be there, uh, and, and you should too, in South Baltimore. 7 o'clock, show starts. The doors open at 6. Get there early. And uh, one thing I wanted to say, one we are doing different than every other company and i really want to put this out there because i think this is something that'll really attract people is well not attract people but it'll keep attention uh what is the worst part of a show to you guys to me 
It's the intermission. I hate those 25-minute intermissions. Nothing's going on. The crowd starts to die. So what we're doing at the intermission is this time we're going to have interviews with all the tag teams that are in the Rumble. We're going to get their opinions on what's about to happen before the Rumble match. And uh, stop by while we're doing them because we're going to be doing them outside the uh, entryway. Stop by while we're doing them so that way you can be on BCW uh, Facebook Live. Oh, nice. Awesome. No, that, that's that's awesome. Um, to answer that question, the, the thing that I hate the most is a 27-minute match with 15 minutes of rest holes. Uh, it annoys me to no end. Uh, I, <laughs> I like the intermissions because that's a good chance to get my merch, actually interact with the with the with the talent, you know, get some autograph signings, and the intermissions you know, go by really really quickly if you're engaged with the talent. Um, so I think that that's an important uh, component of it too. I feel like casual fans don't understand the intermissions aspect. They just sit in their chairs and they wait for the show to kick back in. We're like indie goers like you and me. We instantly know it's time to go to the merch tables. It's time to go see everybody. Don't really understand, and then they get bored. Uh, well, that is something. That is something too. So, but at least you know, uh, having a, a stream live on Facebook Live. That's a that's a good look. But Sean, uh, it's been great talking to you. I really hope to run into you on Saturday. But it's definitely going to happen. Uh, BCW Baltimore Championship Wrestling uh, this coming Saturday at the William Myers Pavilion. 4800 West Bay Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. That's in the southern part of the city, South Baltimore, if you will. 6 p.m. The doors open. Tickets start at five dollars. Show starts at seven. Uh, any last words on behalf of BCW, Sean? I want to thank you guys for uh, your hard work and putting me on here and letting me talk to you guys. I really appreciate that. And uh, definitely come out, come see the Hitman for Hire, Mr. Grimm versus Mike Orlando. I think that show is gonna, that match is gonna steal the show. Comes with T.J. Sykes and uh, Elijah Burke. And, yeah. and Sean, too, make sure you plug on, you know, all the Baltimore uh, Championship Wrestling um, social media sites, websites, and your own. I know you run a podcast yourself, so plug it all in. Okay. Um, for the Baltimore Championship Wrestling, hit up uh, Baltimore Championship Wrestling on Facebook. We are also on Twitter at BAL underscore wrestling. Um, exposed Turn Podcast. Uh, we haven't really done much lately. Uh, we've actually kind of, like, kind of – faded out a little bit uh there's a lot of guys like you all for example that are putting in a lot of hard work that i'd rather see guys like you succeed in 50 different directions with wrestling right now that i don't really have the time to do it so i'd rather see guys like you succeed with a great product than me put on a mediocre product and take away from guys like you no, so awesome. uh, find me on facebook at sean carlson and uh i'll drop this because i was supposed to drop it on my podcast yet if you go to bcwlive.com and you use the code exposed turn e x p o s e d t u r n you'll get 10% off of your tickets for Baltimore Championship Wrestling. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is there not a, is there any reason why anybody shouldn't be there now? <laughs> uh, no there's well. I mean tickets start as low as $5 you could like you said chicken box is, uh, is a little bit higher than that. Elijah Burke hates the chicken box. I just want to let that be known. So if you want to throw <laughs> heel, he hates the chicken box. He hates the chicken box. But, uh, you know, tickets start at just $5. Get them ahead of time. Front row, there's some front row still available. So show up. Get your autographs D'Angelo De Niro. Meet some of the local talent. And uh, come check us out. Okay. Well, that's Sean Carlson from BCW, Baltimore Championship Wrestling. Their show comes out this Saturday night, 
uh, at 7 p.m. Doors uh, show starts. Doors open at six. Uh, I'm Jamal. You can catch me on the Twitter at Giant Crab. That's Crab with a K. Two James is out in Vegas for stuff and things, I guess. Uh, go Finn Balor if I had to pick one. Uh, but we will see you next Thursday as we do it again. Uh, same wrestling time, same wrestling uh, YouTube channel. Uh, this is Big Go Broke Wrestling Podcast, and we'll see you next week.